0: This is Garage Logic podcast number 16, October 1st, 2018. The record high temperature, as displayed on the Common Surface Savings and Loan Thermometer in downtown Garage Logic, was 87 degrees in 1887. What a good day to get to a hardware store. Fratelloni's Ace Hardware Store. Mine is at uh, Grand and Dale in St. Paul. Where's yours? And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. It's Garage Logic with Rookie on production. Chris Reavers, director of social media. John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your Flashlight King, Fireworks Commissioner, and Keeper of Common Sense. Your Mayor, Joe Souchere. The dark and dreary day in GL, isn't it? They can't always be 76 and sunny, can they? No, but that's your that's your natural. I'm sorry, this show won't continue. You were wearing a hat. my game today. You were wearing somebody, a
1: hat. Somebody locked my headphones in a uh, in a file kit. They they push the button, yeah, you know, that will make it lock. Yes. And that's where all my candy is. That's where my gum is. That's where my headphones are. <laughs> And I'm wearing these 12. What, what are you, 12? Hey, That's where my candy is.
0: My candy. Your candy?
1: <laughs> is the file cabinet down in our hovel? No. No. Where is it's it? It's the one in the old prod room. I still keep my headphones there. But what's funny is. And I, and I can't stand these things. Did I, we see Joe Maurer
0: for the last time? Yes. You think so? I was there with
2: at the yard with the family yesterday. I though. made
0: sure to watch the end. He came out and caught a pitch in his catcher's garb.
2: It was a cool, fun atmosphere at Target Field yesterday. He went out in style, didn't he? And to be honest, how do you how do you top that? I mean, that was a storybook ending yesterday.
0: I, I but the irony is, as Patrick has just recently written, he's probably their best player right now. Oh. You
2: watch the the, the weekend. What's gonna happen? I, I don't know. They're kind of a mess right now. And I get it that's a It's the ultimate rebuild, stockpiling the farm system. I get all that, but your on-field product right now is not very good. No, Um, at all. And this is a pretty important off-season. But Joe can still play.
1: Yep. Well, and we've always... Not we've... Why wouldn't
2: you still play? I I don't understand. I don't know
1: that he's done.
0: I don't understand. I don't think... Here's why I think he
2: is, boys. Yeah. Remember when we we had Perky on at the fair? Yes. And... and then he and I and John Height walked over to get, grab a cold one, and not one person recognized him, but three recognized Hite. Yeah, Love it.
1: <laughs> Love that.
2: Remember his answer to your question, Joe, when you said, do you miss it? He said no. He said no. Yeah. He said, I miss the guys. I miss, you know, hanging out. He says, but I don't miss the grind that is. because." And, and the same thought, I, I, I had that same thought thinking about Joe yesterday. You know, these guys, granted, playing professional baseball isn't a real job. I, I get that. But you know, there's something to be said about Glenn saying, "Hey, I haven't had a summer off since I was a kid."
0: Well, I, I'm sorry, I'd, I'd have to dig out the world's no, smallest again. smile in for that. <laughs> exactly. I, I guess
2: I'm just what my point is. Why would he's he got more money? And he knows what to do with. Right, but you know, it's good to
0: have a place to go when you get up in the morning. Yeah, that's a good point.
2: Right. Well, oh,
1: yeah. Oh, we know
2: that Pat said Friday that baby might get here, in, when is she due? November. Yeah, it's. You know, I
0: maybe I will hang out for another. <laughs> That sounds too big of a. I I want to really too big? tiny. You violin. want a small, Very small, one. Okay. One. Okay. Yeah. small okay. violin. And don't tell me baseball's a grind. If it's a it's a it's a pleasant I, it's a pleasant task. I love it. It's a pleasant task. Uh the NBA's a grind. The NHL is a grind. Any sport where you're uh enduring physical contact, that's a grind. You're not out to hurt anybody in baseball. Right.
2: Right? right. But I right. meant when you want to go spend a lake or a week on the lake. You well, know? That's too bad. Come on. Right, go to Florida.
1: Let me know you could
0: buy Deer Lake. uh, (laughs) Let me stick with baseball for a moment. Sure, Uh, Oakland A's uh, slugger Chris Davis. Oh, I'm so glad you're bringing this Uh, up. This is an incredible feat. I wish I wish I could report a better average, but nevertheless, it's it's an amazing statistic. Uh, He finished the 2018 season with a feat no one has ever managed. He has recorded the same batting average in four consecutive seasons. That's unheard of. Well, obviously it's unheard of because now we're hearing of it. It's never, it's never happened.
2: happened before. 247. Four straight years. Yeah. He
0: Did went 0-2 you- the final day of the regular season Sunday in a loss to the Angels, uh, but the result was historic. His hitless final game of the season meant Davis would finish with a 247 batting average. It is the fourth consecutive season Davis finished with the mark an MLB first, according to the Elias Sports Bureau.
2: In fact, what made it even better was he was scheduled to have one more at bat and A's manager Bob Melvin pinch hit for him
0: Did, to make sure that he w- his average
2: wouldn't go up or
0: down. Oh
1: fuck. Davis <laughs> finished
0: the season with a league well, I guess this forgives his average a little bit. Davis finished the season with a league leading forty-eight home runs and 123 RBIs. Wow. The Athletics will face the Yankees in the one game American Least East. I'm sorry, in the one game American League wildcard game Wednesday mm-hmm. in New York. Two games today to settle division races, right? Yeah, there's two today, two game
2: 163s. You got the Brew at the Cub. The Brew is at the Cub. Mm-hmm. All right. That's start. Actually, that's
0: on right now. Uh, I have noon, no hope to sorry. have you paying any attention to the show. This then, is a I...
2: podcast. It's on at noon on Monday. Yeah. Uh, and then you got the Rocky at the Dodger at yep.
0: three. Okay. And that's. Yeah, the, we're gonna... those, those four teams have already been assured playoff positions. This is just to settle who wins the division. Yep. Is that correct?
2: We're going to put that on right now. Yeah.
0: Yes. Uh, then the
2: loser of each of these two games will face each other in the NL wildcard game.
0: Wouldn't that be statistically impossible to have the same batting average four straight years? Yes, the more I think about that. That's the damnedest statistic I've ever heard.
1: You're full of streaks. You get hot, you get cold, and you never would even out to that same. My my other previous favorite was, uh, and Reavers will have to correct me if I'm wrong. I, I
0: think over his career, Stan Musial mm-hmm. hit hit for the same average on the road and at home.
2: I gotta verify. I think that that is the. It's, that wasn't
0: just one season, right? That was his career. Wasn't it the same average on the road and at home? I
2: believe so. Because it. Uh, no, that, seen that, that? Hold on, hold on, hold
0: on. He played a long time. Yeah,
2: he did. 22 years. Mm-hmm. Wow. 63 was his last year. My and what's Maurer played? Player.
0: 15 years? 15. Come on, Joe. <laughs> what are you kidding <laughs> yeah. me? Come on, Well, Joe. he was
2: drafted in 01. Think of that 01. Yeah. That was a long time ago. Two thousand one.
0: No, right, but so what? He's only thirty five. <laughs> guys... I'm still angry that Herbeck retired. I, I don't. You, right, know. you
1: haven't let go of that. I haven't let go. No, I haven't. Let why go. are you mad at Herbeck? He retired early. Retired way too early. I want these guys to keep playing. Yep, yep. I'm trying to. That's find... why I'm, I'm, I'm willing. I have no inside information. I'm just trying to will Joe Mauer to play at least one, one more, two well, more years. I, I,
0: I want to see the noble effort.
1: Yeah. What if he? What if we get to, like,
2: Thanksgiving? And he says, you know what? I'm coming back, but I'm signing with Boston.
0: Never yeah. I, no, it it won't happen. Right. He's not playing it, anywhere else. Him. No. <laughs> no. Uh, and, uh, again, uh, as Patrick analyzed the team over the final weekend, it became terribly evident that Maurer was really all you've got going for you right now. You have a couple of... Young pieces, right. but they, poof, boy, they're a long way. The Sano piece and the uh, Buxton piece are still complete unknowns, mm-hmm. complete unknowns.
2: And it's unfortunate because they haven't. They've had one quick playoff appearance since 2010. Mm-hmm. One game last year.
1: Is that when we had the bad foul ball?
0: No, that was that. I don't w- remember when that one. That was, was old, oh, 2008 oh, nine, okay. somewhere in there. Uh. Might as well finish this segment with sports. The uh the Americans uh were just dreadful in the Ryder Cup. Just dreadful.
1: I was so hopeful uh flipping that on, and it just and the I'd say the Europeans were not hot dogs, but they were um they were loud. I think that Mickelson was a bad captain's pick. Mm.
2: Did you see him do the 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 the, uh, the high kick over is it Adam Johnson's head? Oh, I no, didn't. I missed that. Adam Johnson, you should Adam pull it up. There's a or, I'm sorry, Zach, Zach Johnson. Zach Johnson. Zach Johnson had the bottle. Zach of...
0: Johnson wasn't in the on the Ryder Cup team. Dustin, you thinking of Dustin Johnson? Uh, what are you, Don do Johnson? I have to get out the stand no, 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 bucket. No. Uh, Rook will find the video, but they, you know, they th- there's
2: a lot of antics that go on during the Ryder Cup, and right. so he put a bottle of water on his head, and Phil. Did the the scissor kick over the top of his head, betting that he could knock it off? It's that second video to your right there. Oh, Rook. second one. Yeah, that's amazing because he
0: he, he could have risked
2: breaking his hip. Well, that's what I thought. Both of those guys could have got hurt. Can somebody internet. tell
0: me who the correct name is here? Because it ain't Zach Johnson. It's unlikely it's Dustin Johnson because he's too
1: tall. We're running out of Johnsons. Well, Bubba Watson t- tweeted it out.
0: Yeah, but
2: I don't. I can't see who it is. Scroll to the top, and it'll it'll tell you on the.
1: Phil Mickelson proving how great America is with his front high <laughs> kick over who? That the rider was showcasing his skills. Uh, Ricky Fowler. Fowler. Oh, Got just a minute. Hold on. Fowler. Fowler, not Fowler. Johnson. Yep. Is okay. that the same? Is that? It? Just a minute. Here we go. A Add a donation to the scam yep. bucket. You can donate, people. Phil Mickelson high kick.
0: You named a Johnson who wasn't on the team. Yep. Then he took a stab at Dustin Johnson who's too tall for anybody to do a kick over. There. Ricky Fowler.
1: Yeah, folks, if you're listening to this podcast continuously and you're getting it for free, you ain't getting your money's worth. Okay? I owe you, you. You ain't getting your money's worth. I can tell you that. But I did remember the video. Do I yeah. get a little credit for that? Yeah, that's that's a start anyway. Well, all right, just a moment.
0: He's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sitting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Sussere. I've received this email from a couple of people. It's going around the internet, okay. uh, including receiving it from chief offsite correspondent, Kelsey. It's uh, uh, Dr. Christine Blasey Ford's timeline. Okay. Okay. Uh, in 1982, something may or may not have happened with another two or four teenagers at a party. She can't remember who threw the party, where it was held, who she was with, or how she got home. Uh, she, was drink- no, she said she had one beer. I don't know how she remembered that. Uh, she was drinking and said nothing to anyone. None of that matters, say her friends, because it is typical for someone who has been assaulted. 1983 through 2001, nothing. 2002, she said nothing. 2003, in July of that year, President George W. Bush nominated Kavanaugh to the U.S. Court of Appeals for the D.C. Circuit. She said nothing. The nomination stalled by Senate Democrats for almost three years. Uh, 2004, she said nothing. 2005, she said nothing. 2006, May 11, the United States Senate Committee on the Judiciary recommended confirmation Uh, Kavanaugh subsequently confirmed by the U.S. Senate. She said nothing. June 1st, Kavanaugh sworn in by Justice Anthony Kennedy. She said nothing. 2007, 2008, 2009, 2010, 2011, she said nothing. In 2012, she remembered something happened in 1982, yet did not name Kavanaugh. Still said nothing to authorities. 2013, 2014, 2015, 2016, Uh 2017 still having said nothing she became an anti-trump activist 2018 36 years later with kavanaugh's uh, supreme court confirmation looming she wrote an anonymous letter with grave accusations against kavanaugh regarding foggy circumstances that occurred while they were both minors then reveals herself and demands an fbi investigation before testifying to her incredible allegations well uh the lo- the more distance we put between ourselves and that a uh, hearing last thursday uh the more uh, patently obvious it becomes that that was just really quite literally a stunt that was a that yes. was a last gasp stunt they they won't get Kavanaugh with that one they won't the the uh the roaring uh, mob of mysterians will not take Kavanaugh down uh welsh short of a, an FBI investigation revealing something we can't maybe even imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, let's say the FBI uh, investigation comes back and they say, basically, we can't find anything. We can't corroborate her her story. Uh, they they won't be able to get him with that. Now they're going to take him down through the drinking accusations. That, that seems to be the latest uh, heavy play here. Uh, uh, FBI agents on Sunday interviewed one of three women who have accused Kavanaugh of sexual misconduct— uh, and they're finding people who are able to recount that he uh, uh, was misleading regarding his drinking habits and that apparently he was a very uh, heavy drinker and that somehow the the supposition I predict will be made that uh, none of these uh, privileged uh, country club, people back in, when they were minors remember anything because they were all hammered. Mm-hmm. And, thus, and thus, if he was hammered, uh, I can imagine the Diane Feinsteins of the world saying, well, it's very possible, of course, that this happened and it just doesn't remember because these people drank too much. And so the uh, the focus of the investigation right now seems to be on uh, the drinking that Kavanaugh undertook uh, in high school and at Yale. And well,
1: it- and, and also this new twist of, uh- George Stephanopoulos yesterday kept asking everybody the question, if he is uh, uh, approved for the Supreme Court, will he have to recuse himself over um, left-leaning or Democrat um, subject matter? Well, I That is the dumbest question I've ever heard in my life. They the, all the, are one or the other party. As we get— Farther
0: away from the events of last Thursday, uh, we can conclude, I think with reason, that uh, the left is terrified of a 5 conserv- 4 conservative majority on the court, even though you would think that if they get Kavanaugh, Trump's going to bring out another conservative on is. his short list. But they're terrified of a Five four majority on the court because what the left has failed to do legislatively historically, they've been able to do through the courts. We have been often governed by what has gotten through the courts as opposed to what our elected representatives have been able to accomplish. And the left is is how the left has grown government. And the left is terrified that they could that they will have they will be a little handcuffed. When it comes to, A, if they fail legislation, if they fail legislatively, what they're uh, going to be attempting to do, they've always been able to count somehow on the courts. And they're, so they're terrified that if the courts were taken away from them, uh, some, of their, uh, uh, some of their Machiavellian plans for the growth of government could be terribly <laughs> hindered. Hmm. And, and uh, so it, 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 I have another prediction, which is a terribly unfortunate one. Do we want to hear it? No, this is just this is going to get worse before it gets better. I just don't yep. see anything improving here. This is going to get worse before it gets before it gets better. Well, the world of entertainment is lined up against conservatism, uh, for the most part. News gathering institutions are lined up against conservatism. Uh, the hectoring um, the hectoring mob of mysterians is lined up against conservatism, and Kavanaugh. Uh, will be brought down that's that's the unfortunate prediction like I say you're not going to get him with ford's testimony there's there's just no evidence there there's nothing but they'll get him for something and well, then and then then we'll be going through it again
1: that's what I was going to say the Supreme Court has basically is, is supposed to be uh and, and they're not but It's not political. I know what you're saying. There was a day when you you
0: ascended to the Supreme Court because of your uh, brilliant legal mind, period, period. Today, in today's culture, and it's been this way for what, I suppose, since at least Clarence Thomas. In today's culture, uh, you ascend to the Supreme Court only after a bloody, bloody struggle. And we're seeing Kavanaugh to do that bloody, bloody struggle. And whoever uh, will succeed Kavanaugh as a nominee will see this happen all over again. The left uh, wants to delay this until the midterms. Hope they get a majority, and then they can block anybody they want to block.
1: So, as, as this t- is not what this is not what the founding fathers no, were thinking about. No, were they? but Mysterians, Mysterians,
0: Mysterians, to bring about the mystery. You know, they got to really chip away at that Constitution, if not eliminate it altogether.
1: Wow. Mm -hmm. And then what do you have? Chaos.
0: Yeah. You do. You do. But they will have their power that they so uh, urgently, urgently desire. But unfortunately, I just don't see this getting better. This is going to get worse before it gets better.
1: Okay. Uh, um, He's going
0: to be found to have raped a nun or something. They're going to come up with something. But even
1: the bigger picture, what is going to what will it take for everybody to realize this and and slowly try to get back to normal cuz it's it's not normal. There's so much hate if if somebody on Facebook uh, is is right leaning yep. or left leaning, yeah. it's the the uh, the comments like the comments page in the in the paper.
0: Well, we're pretty divided.
1: It's just it's there's so much anger and hatred.
0: And I don't know the answer to your question. Uh that's why politics and garage logic have always been a fairly genteel pursuit. There's not, been a, lot, there's not a lot of uh, rabble rousing in the mayor's office, for example. And that's
2: what's missing. Yeah. There's, no, there's no more rational, as Rook was saying, there's no more rational discussion. I, w- I was unfortunately a part of two people with opposing views this weekend. Oh, my God, I couldn't walk away fast enough. Yeah. Because people are out of their minds.
0: Mm-hmm. Everything is a calculated game as opposed to – well, it all boils back down to what I've told you for years. Well, politics has become the career of people who intend to be important and not useful. Yep. And both sides of the aisle, by the right. way. Right. Yes. Politics has become a calculated game once they get there and they begin to relish their power, it becomes a complicated and calculated game how they're going to retain it. The one thing that struck me uh, during the... Uh, and, and white males are under attack, make no mistake. The, uh, the uh, screaming, hectoring, mysterian females uh, are having a field day, pointing out that that judicial committee is a bunch of ancient white males. And, and uh, wait, till you, wait till you hear the... Uh, I'll do it next. Uh, wait till you hear the latest uh, screed uh, from a member of the failed academy. It,
1: it, it, it's just when you think it can't get worse. I don't think it can get any worse, No, Jill. it can't. I it don't can't. think it can get oh, any no, worse. No, no, no. It can? It can.
0: It can. It can. It can? It can. It's the end of the world as we know it. And Let's visit the destroyed academy for a reaction
1: to the Kavanaugh hearings. Okay. You don't hey, think
0: it can get any worse?
1: I, I really, I really don't. This is a serious low point. I don't think it can. Oh, yeah. It what can. are you gonna present? No, here? it can't. It can't. <sighs> a female
0: professor at Georgetown University came under fire after saying that Republican senators involved in the Brett Kavanaugh hearing deserve miserable deaths. Ah, and went on to detail what should be done with their corpses after such deaths. On Saturday, Georgetown University Distinguished Associate Professor C. Christine Fair, who was politically outspoken on her Twitter feed, shared a video of Senator Lindsey Graham speaking during the Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh's hearing on Thursday. According to Fair's Twitter bio, the professor is a scholar of South Asian political military affairs, intersectional feminist, pit bull apostle, Scotch devotee, non-theist, and resister. I like the Scotch part. Let me read that again. She is a scholar of South Asian political military affairs, intersectional feminist, pit bull apostle, Scotch devotee, Non-theist, is that a fancy way of saying atheist? I think so. And resistor, meaning of course a Trump resistor. She wrote, "Look at this chorus of entitled white men justifying a serial rapist, arrogated enti- entitlement." How does she know he's a serial rapist? Why is he so What her? evidence? What evidence Why does, does she he have? Look at this chorus of entitled white men justifying a serial rapist arrogated entitlement. All of them deserve miserable deaths while feminists laugh as they take their last gasps. She, conduct, uh, she concluded the graphic tweet with, bonus, we castrate their corpses and feed them to swine? Yes. Wow. She wants to go after the swimsuit area and feed it to the, to the hogs. According to a Sunday post by Campus Reform, the professor responded to a request for comment in a very lengthy missive on her blog. In her extensive response, Fair wrote, There is a war going on against women, and you and your despicable herd of so-called journalists seeking to protect male privilege and shame women for our victimization or our rage are complicit in this war. Fair added that she was not calling for violence against any senator. She was merely speaking to what my spirituality says these vile souls deserve. I didn't. Th- I thought she didn't have spirituality.
1: Right, nontheist. I gotta look up non. Look it up. Yeah.
0: Fair also detailed what she said was her own experience with sexual abuse, in which her uncle reportedly sexually abused her when she was in nursery school, and only stopped when she was 13 years old. Fair correlated this experience to the alleged experience of sexual assault that Christine Blasey Ford reported. All
1: right. Non uh, nontheist is a noun a uh, form of non-theism. Non-theism is a range of both religious and non-religious attitudes characterized by the absence of espoused belief in a god or gods, generally used to describe apathy or silence toward the subject of God and differs from uh, antithetical, explicit atheism. Well, that just,
0: uh, just helps with her credentials of being in the club. Yeah. Right. Go away.
1: Huh. Go away. Go. Would you like to be spending sixty
0: five, seventy five grand a year to send a kid to Georgetown and have the kid have to put up with this knucklehead?
2: But just think about that. Imagine someone from the opposite side of the aisle making accusations like that towards a college professor. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine. There, are, there are no repercussions from from things happening like this. Who was the Fresno State? Uh, yeah, Fresno Farrar, State, right?
0: Ferrari. Yeah.
2: Nothing ever happened to her. No,
0: they're ten, they're protected by tenure. Mm-hmm.
2: She even cited that when she had her outburst.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, they deserve miserable okay. deaths while feminists laugh as they take their last gasps. And then we castrate them
1: and feed them to the swine. Yay! But the 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 universities, these schools the failed academies. The, the so. failed academies, they're let. Why is there no pushback? And they're letting these people do whatever they want. They don't have to fire them. They can just say, you know what? Uh, don't say that. We don't want you to say that. We don't want you to make us look bad.
0: Georgetown's a Catholic university. I, I, I don't understand. Why,
1: but it's Catholic as St. Kate's? I guess, yeah.
0: How does she get away with calling Kavanaugh a serial rapist? He he's yeah, couldn't There's he? no evidence that he's a serial rapist. None, none whatsoever. He's a serial keg stander, maybe, <laughs> which seems to be the direction we're going now. As I said, let's get him for drunkenness, and then we can we can intimate that his uh, drinking was of such concern, uh, and, and he had blackouts and everything. Of course, he raped all these people. He just doesn't remember it. So that's the new crime is... Well, uh, I think that's where it's headed. Yeah. Wow. I saw a great... uh, Where did I see it? I saw an email that there there is a new Kavanaugh accuser
1: Mm.
0: who's accusing him of uh, uh, urinating and defecating on her Mm. in... uh, in 1965. Well, see, the joke is it's the babysitter, and he was about five months old. <laughs> what was
2: the, um, you mentioned uh, chief Offsite correspondent Kelsey. Yeah. Didn't you have another one with the, uh, the young child? Yeah, I can't remember that one. And the... Uh, the Hooters waitress.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Chief offsite <laughs> correspondent Kelsey to, uh, uh, emailed us a photo of an infant with his hand on the breast of a uh, of a Hooters waitress. Yes, and uh, Kel- Kelsey said, "Well, that ruined this kid's chance for a political life. He'll <laughs> <laughs> never make it to the. No, Supreme he'll never Court. make it to the Supreme Court." <laughs> uh, Okay, for all you euphorians now trying to figure out how the defroster works on your Prius, mm-hmm. uh, I uh, no one here, uh, no one, no. In, uh, no one in Garage Logic is condoning uh, anyone putting a hand on anyone else's breast. Okay. The, the but joke it was. was so the outrageous. joke was these were infants. Right. Right. They were, they were infants. so
1: outrageous.
0: We're not. We're not advocating them. No. No.
1: No. Not at all.
0: Yeah. I'll tell you
1: what. Uh, it takes the wind out of the country's sail. You know, even on watching the political shows over the weekend, oh. even some of the Democrats, though, were saying this process, the ones that were speaking frankly and weren't playing the game. Yeah. Uh, who was the former DFL chair in Minnesota? Was it Erlinson? You know what's amazing about Trump? Hmm. He was saying that it was, that that was a joke, that even a DFL was saying that uh, whole thing was a joke. What was a the joke? The court, the, uh, the hearing. Oh, yeah. You know what's amazing about Trump, though?
0: Nothing really is is uh, capable of knocking the wind out of his sails. I, I guess I'm being complimentary in a way.
1: Swanson, I want to go over there. I mean, he
0: he just, <laughs> you know what, I'll, and I'll give him this. Uh, you know, he saved NAFTA. And, and I was talking to a guy yesterday about this. Obama's idea of doing a deal was Obama had to win. Obama had to win. Mm-hmm. And this fellow I was talking to, uh, who I respect his views, he said, you know, I think Trump's – he said all the things we all say about Trump and, and his foul behavior. And, uh, but he said Trump does know how to do a deal because to Trump a deal is, look, you're going to get something and I'm going to get something. That's a deal. Right. Obama's idea of a deal, and he had no idea <laughs> how to deal, was I must win. All or none. Yeah. And not, not Trump. Well, you want the, you, you get a little something. Man, I get a little something.
1: Yeah, that's what a deal is. That's the definition Look at the of the stock a deal.
0: market today. It's going through the roof again. Yeah, that's good. I, 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 you, uh, how about Apple stock? Unemployment <laughs> uh, unemployment rate is is low. Unemployment rate in uh, among black people is historically Let's low. Let's go. The uh, the stock market is roaring. Uh... uh Trade agreements are being saved and resurrected. And remember how? Oh, he lost Trudeau. He lost Trudeau.
1: Yeah. No,
0: no, he did a we deal. Got he got a we deal. You're gonna get something, Justin. I'm gonna get something.
1: Let's make a deal. That's how you do a deal. Let's Monty haul the hell
0: out of this. Yeah. Well. Let's make so a that's deal. I'm I'm back to the uh, I'm back. It's a long way of saying. Um, uh,
1: so you're ready to vote for him second term. Let's no, go. no. It's a hey, long way. It's in. a
0: long way of saying uh, you were talking about the. The wind has been knocked out of the country's sails. You know, I don't. I really don't think it has.
1: Okay. Well, then you're 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 finding the silver lining for me because I'm uh, watching those hearings and after the aftermath, it just it really it brought me down a little bit. Oh, yeah. And you're a hard guy to bring down. Yeah, and it, I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't like you know, I'm okay, but you all right? Yeah, I'm fine. But it's just the frustration that they've got. Everybody had to go sit through that. The entire room, not just Republicans or whoever. It just was, it was yucky. Well, but
0: with the distance we've gained since last Thursday, it, again, it's just. Uh,
1: but now when you think about. an extremely
0: unfortunate stunt for both parties.
1: Yes, and Ford, Dr. Ford was used as a pawn. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I don't know if she thought that was going to be like that going into it, but when you take a step back and see what they did and did not report. And and didn't realize that they could have done that in private. Uh, the Democrats really failed.
0: And I I am intrigued that uh, she was able to ignore Kavanaugh through his ascendancy in the judiciary. And I guess what what everyone's claim, what the left is clinging to now is yeah, but that's different because the Supreme Court's a lifetime appointment, and that's again that's what terrifies them that a strict constitutionalist. We still got a pretty high position
1: right now, even though it's not lifetime. Well, Circuit
0: Court of Appeals, right? Yeah, DC Circuit. Hmm.
1: Uh,
0: I don't think the wind is knocked out of the country sales. I, I think again, if you if you can get yourself away from TV, yep. and if you can get yourself away from the newspapers, and you don't have any internet access, and you went leaf watching for ex- leaf peeping, mm-hmm. my favorite topic. People do it, even though it comes to you. But if you went off for the weekend and you were completely cut off, yep, and you had a nice dinner somewhere and you saw the you saw the beauty of nature, you would think, "What a world! What a wonderful world!" Yeah. But if you're going to be glued to CNN all day, well, I was. You're going to think this might be the worst time in the history of the of the free world.
2: That's why you watch
0: baseball. Well, are you helping me back? Yeah. You're walking me back into the yard. Let's talk. Uh, Let's talk about the club when we come back. The club. The left club. We're just reading an email from uh, Bruce uh, down in Rochester. Yeah. Remember we were looking up the
1: word the other day, hermeneutics. Yeah, herm her, herman hermeneutics. Right. I forget what it was, what it means. <laughs> now I do too. Hermeneutics. We gotta look it up again.
0: It has something to do with biblical scholarship. Her H E R M E N. E U T I C S Hermeneutics. hermeneutics. He said to him it sounds like the name of a racy lost episode of The Munsters. And he, by the way, he adds in a postscript, he loves Greg Holcomb's uh, art on the uh, on our website. Greg Holcomb's been doing some nifty stuff for us on the website. And
1: um, I think you're, he's thinking of Herman Noodles. That's when uh, the Frankenstein guy made a big batch of pasta. And it was Herman Noodles, uh-huh. not hermeneutics what's hermeneutics mean I can't remember once when he saw his uh no I don't mean ws I need the real definition oh you really do yeah. I thought it was the beach no hermeneutics is the philosophy and methodology of text interpretation especially the interpretation of biblical texts. that's right wisdom literature and philosophical texts. oh the, the Pope used the word
0: oh yeah it was from a story about the Pope the Pope used it that's word. right right we had to look it up yeah and uh, and then W got all involved, and it just became a, a Her mess. monster. You know, I'm 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 uh, I'm I'm really uh, boy strange bedfellows. I'm not a Kanye West fan uh, of his music, and and uh, yes,
1: I, I've just and got, his actions. His uh, his actions over the years have been uh, he's been pushy.
0: Yeah, and I don't know what's motivating him to be a Trump supporter, but he's he's entitled to be a Trump supporter if mm-hmm. he wants to be. Sure. So I guess what? On Saturday Night Live, he, oh, yeah. did, he did three songs. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the show, he did an, uh, an impromptu monologue. Uh, and this is the New York Times is really struggling with this because they got to let a black, powerful celebrity like Kanye West is a, is a charter member of the club. Right. But Kanye West apparently wants to occasionally think for himself. And the club doesn't know what to do with they it. They don't like that. Uh, so he was wearing one of his red uh, uh, Make America Great hats. And he, he uh, delivered a speech that was cut off from some broadcasts and footage from the crowd posted to the comedian Chris Rock's Instagram account. West can be seen musing on his support for Trump and urging, we need to have a dialogue and not a diatribe. He's saying sound things. Right. Uh, and, of course, the Times has to refer to him as Mr. West, who is known for delivering similarly improvised addresses during his concert, said he has often asked how he can support Trump because he's racist. If I was concerned about racism, Wes said, I would have moved out of America a long time ago. He said Democrats were responsible for a plan to take fathers out of the home and promote welfare. The rapper also mentioned his long-teased presidential aspirations for 2020 and referred to the one-sided liberal nature of the entertainment world as the NSL cast stood stoically behind him. This guy's speaking truth.
1: Yeah. He's speaking from the heart. (laughs) They don't know what
0: to do with him because he's in the club. Oh, well, he's yeah. thinking for himself, so I guess he's not in the club. I was going to say he was in he the club. He was in the club. But see, it takes someone his with his wealth and power to confront these baboons, these fools on Saturday Night Live, for example. <laughs> Follow your heart and stop following your mind, Mr. West said. That's how we're controlled. That's how we're programmed. If you want the world to move forward, try love. Thank you all for giving me this platform. Isn't that something? NBC declined to comment. Ah, of course they did. Oh, yeah. Uh, Like many of Mr. West's recent actions, the performance instantly became an issue. Questlove, the drummer for The Roots, the rap group that also serves as the in-house band for The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon, wrote on Twitter, Welp, I don't know what that means. He pointed his followers to Mr. Rock's video and added, I'm going to sleep. I'm done, man, done. So, in other words... Welp
2: is the word that they used for the uncomfortable, like... You know, mm. that that's what that's what wealth means.
0: I'm the rap to... producer Swizz Beats. Yeah, what up? In a video posted to social media, addressed West in his Make America Great hat again in unkind and mostly unprintable terms. You've got to stop, he said, arguing that President Trump was blatantly hurting our people, meaning
1: black people. No, he isn't. He's not. No, he isn't. It's been on autopilot for <laughs> African Americans, black people for a long time. What has been on autopilot? Just the, the, the way they are... Uh, being treated by the the politicians. It hasn't changed. Mr.
0: West has found himself at odds with many of his hip-hop peers since he visited with Trump in 2016 and reaffirmed his appreciation for him earlier this year in the run-up to an album called Ye. Y-E. You don't have to agree with Trump, but the mob can't make me not love him, he wrote on Twitter in April. I don't agree with everything anyone does. That's what makes us individuals, and we have the right to independent thought. That is a direct challenge to the club. We have a right to independent thought because we see time after time after time members of the club who have dared to exercise their own independent thought have to come groveling back and apologize because the club is admonishing them. Oh, my God. You're a fan of Kanye West. What's up? You're
1: going to get the shoes?
0: No, I'm a fan of someone challenging the club like this. But that somewhat makes you a fan. Okay. Who was the, you know, a recent example? The Twitter CEO who had to apologize because he said he liked uh, yeah. he liked uh, Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. And the club went after him. He and apologized. Then, and then he caved. Yeah, they all caved because they want to stay in the club. Not West. Because he doesn't care. He doesn't care. <laughs> he thinks for himself. On Saturday Night Live, West performed three songs instead of the standard two. Uh, okay, I don't care about that. Uh, but after the third number, which aired during the show's credits, West seemed determined to make a non-musical moment. They're laughing at me. He said, you heard them. They screamed at me. They bully me. They bully me backstage. They said, don't go out there with that hat on. They bully me backstage. They bullied me. And then the representatives for uh, West declined to comment on that. But I, I love the fact that he is issuing a direct challenge to the club, a direct challenge to the club. With his remark We have the right to independent thought. Of course we do. He's doing more for black people with that statement than anyone on the left has ever done. Anyone.
1: George Bush does not like black people. No. Remember when he said that? Did he say that? That was Kanye. And Mike Myers went, ah, what are you saying? Maybe his common sense stems from the, the large amount of time he spends with the Kardashian family.
0: Well, I was going to say, I, th- this, is, this is a hard guy to, to warm up to with the crowd he surrounds himself with. <laughs> yes. but, but I do enjoy the fact that, and I think it does stem from the fact that he's, he's got enough money and enough clout in the industry. that He doesn't need to be in the club. He doesn't need to. Yeah. He doesn't need to, to say what he's being told to say. He's saying the hell with you. I'm not, I don't have to think what you tell me to think. I have independent thought. And there's nobody in the club says that because that's why you're in the club. Right. You're in the club because you're uh, afraid to have your independent thinking.
1: And then the, the, the club doesn't know what to do when you veer off the beaten path to try to get you back into the club and told what to think.
0: Yeah, but the beauty of this guy is he, he, he doesn't care if he gets back in the club. No. It, you know, and he's so goofy that you know. For all I know, next week he'll rip Trump. I have no idea.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure how, how long the honeymoon's going to last. But
0: up. for two years or so, he's been fairly consistent in uh, rejecting the idea that, by the very nature of being a black man in America, he is supposed to hate Trump. He rejects that notion. I get to think for myself. He says, "Here, here." He he. Uh, for the last two years, he has successfully resisted uh, what his industry says. Uh, his industry, the, the entertainment industry, is uniformly against Trump. They're just uniformly against conservatism. They're uniformly against Republicans. They're uniformly against uh, rules, regulations. Common sense. They're uniformly against common sense. They are mysterious. Kanye strikes me. Now, this, I might be really going out on a limb here. What? He strikes me as a guy who likes people. Hmm. To me, it's a hallmark of the mystery that Mysterians don't like people.
1: I think Wes yeah, likes people. Yeah, I, I can see that. He's entertainer. You got a I mean, he's got a huge following, success. I'm trying to think. And he doesn't need to he doesn't need to feel put upon. Basically, he's saying, My life is great, and I like what President Trump is doing, and you can't make me not love him. Right. Right. That, a shouldn't love upset, in the world. that shouldn't upset anybody. No. It shouldn't.
0: Uh, the New York Times so preciously reporting this, you know, they just they just don't know what to do. And they ask NBC for a comment. Why? What what did they want to hear? Well, you know damn well what they wanted to hear. They wanted to hear NBC said uh, they wanted to hear NBC say we uh, we we uh, distance ourselves from Mr. West. We don't uh, we don't support his remarks. But mm. NBC was smart enough to keep their mouth shut. I would imagine the ratings for Saturday Night
1: Live were through the roof uh yes because everybody wanted to see how the hearing was going to be portrayed Well, and you know perfectly well that was going to lead the show and Dr. Ford was not played by Dana Carvey dressed up as <laughs> no. uh, as Garth no even though you know if if the future holds right. that that might not be a bad casting all right that was uh that
0: was fun but you know what I got a lot of my mind You got more coming up? I got more coming up,
1: yeah. Okay, we can do that.